Welcome to the Detox for Your Life podcast. Today I want to talk to you about why we struggle with conflict resolution. Welcome to the Detox for Your Life podcast. Today I want to talk to you about why we struggle with conflict resolution. I'm Nicole Turner, your mindset coach, helping you shift the way you think so you can change the way you live. If you need a mindset coach, you can reach me at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, TalksMindset.com. So let's talk about conflict resolution. Yesterday, I shared a video from Pastor Mike Todd, and in the video, Pastor Todd said, You can tell if your relationship is from God just by the qualification, does that relationship help you? And in the comments, several people focus on the word help. The definition for help is to make it easier for someone to do something by offering one's services or resources or to do something that makes it easier for someone to do a job, to deal with a problem, etc., To aid or assist someone to make something less severe, to make something more pleasant or easier to deal with. And one of my girlfriends and I were talking about that video this morning and the word help, which led us to talk about the word peace, which led us to talk about conflict resolution. And so I decided that I should talk about why we struggle with conflict resolution. So a conflict is more than just a disagreement. It's a situation in which one or both parties perceive a threat, whether or not the threat is real. Conflict continues to fester when ignored because conflict involves something that we feel is going to have a negative impact on our well-being. And we tend to respond to conflicts based on our perception of the situation, not necessarily from an objective point of view of the facts. Our perceptions, as we know, are influenced by our life experiences, culture, values, and beliefs. Conflicts are also triggered by strong emotions. If you aren't comfortable with your emotions or able to manage them in times of stress, you won't be able to resolve conflicts successfully. But conflicts are an opportunity for growth. When you're able to resolve conflict in relationships, whether that's a romantic relationship or friendship or family ship or co-workership or whatever, it builds trust when you're able to resolve conflict. You can feel secure knowing that that relationship can survive challenges and disagreements because you were able to resolve the conflict. You saw an opportunity for growth. But let me for a second go back and talk about conflict avoidance. Conflict avoidance is a type of people-pleasing behavior that typically arises from a deep-rooted fear of upsetting others. And many of those tendencies, those conflict avoidance tendencies can be traced back to growing up in an environment that was dismissive or hypocritical. Being conflict avoidance means being afraid of a possible disagreement. And in a relationship with people, it can look like going silent 
on your partner, changing the subject or enduring an uncomfortable situation instead of expressing issues openly. It may manifest itself by stonewalling or denying an issue exists by simply ignoring it or having the fear of disappointing others or deliberately sidestepping the conversation or silently resenting unresolved issues. People who respond to conflict this way often expect negative outcomes. That's, that's why they do these things because they automatically assume that the conflict is going to lead to a negative outcome. And they find it difficult to trust the other person's reaction. So when you avoid the slightest disagreement, you're actually compromising your true feelings and storing up frustration that can end up negatively affecting your health. Yeah, when you store up frustrations, that leads to internal stress, which leads to health issues. Being conflict avoidance also impacts our relationships because we're cutting off honest communication with other people. While avoidance sometimes seems like the best way to deal with conflict in the long run, it ends up harming your closeness to that person. Now, conflict triggers strong emotions and can lead to hurt feelings, disappointments, and discomfort. When handled in an unhealthy way, it can call irreparable rifts and resentments. But when conflict is resolved in a healthy way, it can increase your understanding of the other person. It can build trust and it can strengthen your relationship. If you're out of touch with your feelings and you feel so stressed that you can only pay attention to a limited number of emotions, you won't be able to understand your own needs. And this in turn will make it hard to communicate with others and establish what's really troubling you. So I want to give you a few tips for resolving conflict or trying to have better conflict resolution or conflict management. Get in touch with your feelings. An important component of conflict resolution involves only you knowing how you feel and why you feel that way. And listen to understand when it comes to effective conflict resolution, how effectively we listen is as important as how effectively we express ourselves. It's vital to understand the other person's perspective rather than just our own if we're to come to a resolution. In fact, helping the other person feel heard and understood can sometimes go a very long way towards the resolution of a conflict and resolve issues in real time. Instead of thinking about the conflict over and over and over in your head and just allowing it to fester and build up, take a more assertive approach. Now, assertive means behaving confidently, not frightened. Do not confuse the word assertive with aggressive. But I do want to go back to this point about time. I said resolve the issue in real time. But however, consider the timing. Try to avoid discussing disagreements or try or trying to solve a problem when you and your the person, the other person are tired, stressed, or not feeling well. If you want to make the most of your conversation and come to an effective solution, 
You both need to be in the right physical and mental space to do so. Agree to disagree. Compromise can also be a healthy way to handle conflict as long as you're not using it to avoid the conflict. Because you may find that there are just certain differences between you and the other person that strongly define who you are as an individual. And you just agree. Let's just agree to disagree and keep it moving and be respectful and kind. Conflicts in a relationship don't have to turn into those knock down, drag out fights. You can have disagreements with someone without yelling and name calling and drudging up the past, belittling them or minimizing their needs. Make conflict resolution the priority rather than winning or being right. Maintaining and strengthening the relationship rather than winning the argument should always be your first priority. Be respectful of the other person and their viewpoint. Focus on the present. If you're holding on to grudges based on past conflicts, your ability to see the reality of the current situation will be impaired. So rather than looking to the past and assigning, assigning blame, focus on what you can do in the here and now to solve the current problem. And be willing to forgive. Resolving conflict is impossible if you're unwilling or unable to forgive others. Resolution lies in releasing the urge to punish, which can really serve only to negatively impact the relationship and can also drain your life if you make it your mission to punish the other person instead of finding a way to forgive. So when you're in conflict with someone, helping the other person feel heard and understood can go a long way towards the resolution of a conflict. And you see how I brought that word help back into the conversation? Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to Detox for Your Life podcast. And again, and if you're in need of a mindset coach, you can reach me at Nikki, N-I-K-K-I, talksmindset.com.